Good morning. Good morning. What a wonderful day to be in worship and praise with you, my sisters and my brothers, on this the day that our Lord has made. How many mornings while preparing for your day have you turned on your local meteorologist and whether consciously or subconsciously your mood and the tone of your day was determined by that two to three minute segment of the weather forecast. Your clothing choices were centered around the forecast. Your day's activities were dictated by the miles per hour of the wind. Yes, I'm talking about the weather. All prediction, all speculation. How many times have you altered your plans because it's gonna to be too hot or too cold? And I am confident this morning that on that rainy, gloomy day, we have all said this is a good day to curl up with a blanket, a good book, and or a good movie. And on a day with clouds, well, we just don't know what to do. We don't know what to wear. We don't know how to plan. Is it going to rain? Is the sun going to come out? Is it going to warm up just a little bit? With clouds, there is unpredictability. There are just too many variables. Clouds, we've seen them depicted. And one uh, depiction in particular I'm thinking about is the image of the dark cloud with a lightning bolt hanging, looming, uh, covering and hovering, suspended over someone or something. This cloud image is not an indication of anything positive or affirming. Rather, the image alludes to doom and gloom, heartache and pain, illness, despair, depression, something bad, depression, something bad is definitely about to happen. And I know you can fill in that blank with what that dark cloud image was or has represented in your life at some point in time. But thank God for good news. I'm thankful for John that in this first chapter of Revelations, the seventh verse, he suggests there is a different cloud narrative, another understanding, a distinct and more hopeful interpretation of clouds. For he writes, behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him. This is not the first time we've read in the scriptures when our Lord the Christ is being transported 
by the way or the means of clouds. For the scripture tells us, for when he ascended into heaven, they watched as he disappeared into a cloud. John's clouds are the clouds which protect and defend. These are the same clouds that led the children of Israel in the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in pillar of cloud to lead the way. These are life-giving clouds full of hope and peace and promise and the power to transform. Therefore, when we witness the mistreatment of the marginalized and the disenfranchised, when we witness injustices, when we see abuse, we must rise and stand in the gap. We must rise and be the buffer. We must be strength for the weak. We must be the pillar of cloud that comforts and leads the way because God has gone before us and we are not defeated. We are protected by these clouds. Another narrative which John offers is that clouds represent the glory of God. They conceal and they reveal his glory. This text reminds us that the glory of the Lord is coming. Exodus 40, 34, then the cloud covered the tabernacle of the meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Ezekiel 10 and 4. Then the, cloud, then the glory of the Lord went up from the cherubim and paused over the threshold of the temple, and the house was filled with the cloud. And the court was full of the brightness of the Lord's glory. Because of this, we can be confident that the cloud of glory will show up. God will come see about you. He will come again and again and again and again in your low moments, in your dark places, in your moments of doubt, the glory cloud will come to heal you, to deliver you, to lift you, to encourage you, and to transform you. The cloudy moments in our lives are not doom or despair, but rather they are a time of joy and hope of glory and of God's peace. Behold, he is coming with the clouds and everyone will see him. The Temptations recorded a song entitled Cloud Nine. And if you go back, please do check it out. The lyrics of the song, the verses reflect 
poverty and abuse and depression and downheartedness, disappointment and frustration. The words reflect someone trying to make it in life without no support. But the course, the refrain, the catch, the hook, says, I took, a, I took cloud nine, I'm doing fine. Up here on cloud nine. Listen one more time. I'm doing fine up here on cloud nine. I'm doing fine on cloud nine. Let me tell you about cloud nine. You can do and be what you want to be. You don't have any responsibility. Every man, every man is free. And you're millions of miles from reality. I want to sail upper, higher, upper, up, 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 and away to cloud nine. I want to say I love the life I live, and I'm going to live the life I love up here on cloud nine. I'm riding hide. You're as free as a bird in flight. There's no difference between day and night. It's a world of love and harmony in cloud nine. You can be what you want to be. This refrain, this hook reflects transformation. It reflects a change in perspective. He's now hopeful and affirming to the possibility of the newness of life. So the next time you see a cloud or you hear your worthy person report is going to be a cloudy day, don't think despair. Think about John's clouds. They protect and defend. They represent hope and the glory of God's presence. Behold, he is coming with clouds. <laughs>